Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, hello everybody and welcome to the show. Delighted that you're with us. We'll be talking Hurricane Sports here tonight on WQAM. Busy night last night. Busy night as the Hurricanes went to Kentucky. Had a tough time at Rupp Arena. Uh, falling to Kentucky 95-73. to Busy on the University of Miami football front. We'll talk about that with Don Bailey Jr. Also Tim Reynolds and Jim Laranega all coming up on the show tonight. Danny Garcia is our producer so we'll be here talking University of Miami football and basketball with you, and uh, we'll solve all of the world's problems as well. Okay, so last night, Hakeem's, uh went on the road to Kentucky and fell there. Meanwhile, in football, Canes uh, had a host of players uh, picked for the All-ACC team, most notably Reuben Bain, Defensive Rookie of the Year. So that's good news and well-deserved for Reuben Bain. Also coming up this week, We'll talk about uh, the college football playoff. We have the championship weekend coming up. Louisville and Florida State, uh, significant for the ACC. Florida State wins. They should go to the playoffs. So we'll preview that game uh, also on the show. Tyler Van Dyke goes into the transfer portal. What does that mean for the University of Miami for the upcoming bowl game? We'll talk about that uh, on the show uh, also. So let's get things rolling. We'll begin with my broadcast partner, Don Bailey Jr. DBJ, good evening. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Joe. How are you? I'm uh, recovering from a trip to Kentucky where I got home about 3.30 in the morning. But all is good. All is good. Yeah, it's all good. Just like the good old days. You used to, you used to pull those all-nighters years ago. Yeah. I'm getting, getting a little <laughs> old for the all-nighters. But at any rate, uh, great experience. Uh, this great environment. Maybe not a great experience. Great environment, that's for sure. Great game for about 20 minutes. And then... Um, uh, Kentucky kind of rolled over Miami. Canes uh, maybe lost a little bit of their poise and uh, really got uh, disjointed. So uh, that's the way that one goes. Miami back in action, by the way, on Saturday, 12 o'clock against Notre Dame. First ACC game of the year at the Watsco Center. So hope you'll be able to join us for that one. 12 o'clock, Watsco Center, Miami, and Notre Dame. We'll be on the air at 12 o'clock for that game right here on QAM. All right, uh, football season, regular season ends 7-5. and five. 
What do you make of the football season? There are a lot of highs, there are plenty of lows, a little bit of in between. Seven and five with a bowl game coming up. Well, you know, Joe, I think if you look at it, let's start defensively. I think you saw that Coach Gidry did a phenomenal job adjusting to, to the numbers that he had. Um, you know, he basically started w- with a four-down front and for the first half of the year and had to go to a, th- a three-down front in the second half. And that was all predicated because of the numbers of people he had, uh, you know, on the defensive line. So I, I think that he did a phenomenal job for that. I think it was um, – he made adjustments throughout the whole year for the most part if you look at compare every category from last year to this year, there was huge improvement. So I think that that side of the football was, uh, was very, very successful. I think it'll just continue to grow because we have to remember, you know, it was uh, 15 days of spring practice and then it was the, the season started. And that's all the time that they had to, to, to gain experience and to gain an understanding of that front. And then offensively, you know, if I, uh, if I look at it, it's two things. It was the turnover. Miami turned the football over, you know, from the from they were fine uh, in, in the month of September, but October and for the first half of November, they gave the ball away too many times. And there were a lot of guilty parties. And the person that had the most uh, was the most notable about it, of course, was Tyler Van Dyke. And then so I would say the turnover and then the inconsistency, uh, inconsistency of Tyler Van Dyke for you know, about a four game stretch. And, um, you know, that was, that had an effect on, on the amount of points that had an effect on about the ability to win a football game. And then, you know, overall, I look at it every year, if there's 12 football games and if you're running a business, you, you get a financial statement at the end of each month, you look to see how you did. Well, if, if last year you lost money because you, you, you went five and seven, this year you made money. You went seven and five. Would you have liked to have made money uh, being having eight wins or nine wins or ten wins or twelve? Yeah, absolutely. But there was improvement. I don't think that there is any question whatsoever about the ability of player, uh, both in character and on the field, that Mario Cristobal is bringing into this program. And I also see some talent deficiencies, and I think those – those things popped out on your all ACC team. Uh, Bain, a defensive rookie of the year for the ACC, heck, he, he should be defensive rookie of the year for the entire country. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me one bit. But, you know, for Miami to, uh, thank goodness, Xavier Restrepo uh, was, was honored with, his, with the ACC. And, but where's the other guys? I mean, my skill positions, skill positions, need to come to yeah i am um so now we get ready for a uh, miami gets ready for a bowl game uh no tyler van dyke no don cheney no jafar i harvey uh no cam kitchens no james williams those two the last two turning pro the others going in the transfer portal so um nothing in college football surprises me anymore uh van dyke no. does go into transfer portal uh appears <laughs> It appears that Jakari Brown is going to be the quarterback. If not, then I guess it's going to be you and me at quarterback because I don't know who else they have. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's uh, anything. There's no. There's no such thing as fourth string quarterback. So that would be a problem. 
I'm I guess um, I get like I said nothing surprises me so Van Dyke is going in maybe I was most surprised by a lot of the talk of of Jakari Brown transferring when I thought to myself well why, why would he transfer he's going to get a chance and one, one way or the other Van Dyke was going to move along either to the NFL or uh, you know what he's doing now so Jakari Brown one way or the other in the spring is going to get a chance to be the starting quarterback at the University of Miami. I would think. I think he's when you look at when when you look at you know Tyler Van Dyke going into the portal. I, I simply look at that is that you know he was he was going to go to the National Football League if things would have worked out the way everybody anticipated after this season anyway, right? I mean that's right. that's what I thought it would be. So you're on paper um, you're you were losing him anyway, and now Emory. Williams goes and starts two football games and he put on a great showing. He looked good against Clemson, won that football game. And really he looked pretty darn good against um, Florida state. And unfortunately he got hurt. So now Brown, who was designated as going to be the guy that was going to get the red shirt this year, he kind of hits the lottery in my mind. Here he is. He, if, if he gets to the point where now he gets, 15 practices he had a an entire spring and an entire fall learning this offense and working with coach Dawson and running you know in the rotation of reps through the whole year and now he gets a game for an audition for next year so really when you go into the spring next year you have Emory who had two starts and had a significant injury which he's going to have to rehab, which is going to set him back a little bit, I'm sure, for the spring. You're Brown. Brown, you get a start this year with Shannon Dawson, and you had two starts last year. So you're coming into this situation about as good as you can. So as far as the audition goes or the tryout or however you want to title it, he's get, he's got a chance to be the guy. Now he can come in here and, and set the world on fire, and now we can have what everybody would want if they're a head coach is – is, is position competition. And I think that that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, he, uh, I, I'm sure Mario Cristobal and his staff are going to, uh, you know, you have to dip into the portal to find another quarterback. You can't go in with three in the, in the spring. But as far as Brown is concerned, like you said, he, he started a couple games last year. He got the full game Correct. against Georgia tech. He got a full game against Clemson. He got most of the game against Florida State. All that stuff is in the bank. It's not like, you know, you play those games and it doesn't count. I mean, he gained, uh, at the very least, he gained game awareness. Uh, all that stuff, I think, as I mentioned, goes into, into your experience bank. And uh, I would think, even if they bring in uh, somebody who's very good in the portal, you know, in the spring, have at it, fellas. Let's go. That's what it's supposed to be, right? Well, well, it is what it's supposed to be, and everybody, every every college player has the dream to play in the National Football League. And when you go to the National Football League, every coach, every pers- person and personnel, everybody involved, their job is to is to procure the most talent that they can every single day, every single week, every draft, every year, and you can't you can't really control that. And you can go out to the Dolphins. You can go to any NFL team, whether it's a Monday or a Tuesday. They're bringing in free agents 
every single week to try out and see if they can upgrade their roster. So the day of I'm going to I'm, I'm we've got a quarterback in each class or a center in each class or a tight end in each class and everybody's going to graduate and then the next guy is going to step in. Those days are gone. That doesn't exist anymore in college football. And what comes with the portal and what comes with NIL is going to come more competition. And you better get used to it because that's that's what happens every Monday or every Tuesday, every single year in the National Football League. And whether it's whether it's December or whether it's in September or whether it's week eight or it doesn't matter, and if they feel that someone comes in for a tryout and they can and they can upgrade their roster, they're going to cut a guy that's been there a week, a month, one year, or 15 years to upgrade their roster. So I think that's you know that's the world we live in right now. So um, you know the portal has been good in some respects and not good in others. I've changed my mind. I think on quarterbacks at the college level, I'm I'm for dual threat quarterbacks, and I, then I take it one step further. At the University of Miami, with the offensive line uh, and offensive line that Mario put together this year, and the offensive lines that I think he's going to put together in future years, if I'm a dual threat quarterback, I might want to look at that offensive line and say, well, one, when I drop back to throw, I'm going to be well taken care of, and two, when it's time to run, I'm going to have a convoy in front of me. <laughs> you know, you're right. Or, or really, we don't even call it dual threat. Let's just call it a want to. I can run whenever I want to because yeah. I got all the time in the world to pass, right? And and they did a coach Mirabal did a phenomenal job of coaching and teaching this offensive line is is as of as productive an offensive line as Miami has had in many 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 years, and it it, it shows it shows. Let's just take our last two football games. I mean. Tyler Van Dyke, when he snapped out of his spell, you know, he, he was able to run a little bit uh, and, and pick up some yards. It made a big difference. He, he moved the pocket. It made a big difference. The thing I want to make sure that, that Brown does when, when he's the quarterback is that he realizes that he, he's there for his arm first, unless it's a designated play, and then his legs. I don't want it to be his legs and then his arms. I want it to be his arm and then his legs. And I think that's the thing that, that they've worked on extremely hard with it. All right, well, we'll see on Sunday uh, what bowl location Miami will go to. All the projections say El Paso. Um, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. And projections were Oregon State, Utah, or uh, USC. The latest projection, I think, was Oregon State. So uh, they, the, 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 the Sun Bowl is always the bowl game without a coach. <laughs> Oregon it State they lost way, their coach it? and then they lost their coach to Michigan State and uh yeah that's a heck of a thing because he 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 played there Jonathan Smith he played for Oregon State so he goes to Michigan State that's a good hire by Michigan State he did a good job at Oregon State uh so wh- whatever one it is it'll be a it'll be a good test and then you know we're, we're thinking about um quarterback but uh in the secondary you're going to have two new safeties back there. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be the challenge um, because there's not with the two guys that we had that did a nice job this year. Not many other players got the reps. They got reps of practice, and 
the thing is, is that you're you're not only losing Williams and Kitchens, you're losing the two most productive players on the defensive side of the football the last two years. Now, Maui Noah came in and at the linebacker spot and had a phenomenal year, but Cam Kitchens and James last year were in the top three, I think it was, in tackles. And we know Cam, of course, with interceptions. And the same thing holds true this year. So you really um, are, are losing a ton of experience and a ton of production. And it's going to be interesting how they fill that void. And I don't know where um, Miami is, you know, on the defensive line because I don't think anybody's – I don't think anything's going to be any different uh, health-wise than what we ended the season with at Boston College. So, you know, there's going to be – there's a lot of opportunity for for players across the country in bowl games this time of year, but specifically the University of Miami. I mean, you, you, we start off with Brown. you got a situation there. You know, flag, you're going to have – one of these freshman linebackers are going are gonna to have to come in and play. You've got safeties. You're going to get a look at a couple safeties that are going to get a great opportunity to – to play in a in a in a big time football game in a bowl environment, and and put some stuff on tape that you can carry into the spring and it'll go with you. So I mean, it, there's it's, there's a lot of auditioning going on. It's really going to end up, Joe, when you think about it, 15 days of practice is normal um, prior to a bowl game. So they're going to get 15 practice which practices, which is equal to a spring. So for these safeties and for the linebackers and for these new faces. They're going to pick up a spring before the bowl. They'll get to play in a uh, a bowl, the bowl game itself against an opponent. Then they're going to pick up another spring, and then another summer, and then they come into the fall. So there's a a great opportunity here with this bowl game for these guys that are going to get their opportunity to gain experience in practice time. Yeah, I forgot Corey Flagg. That's a good pickup on your part. I forgot about Corey Flagg. Also, nice kid, very nice kid, one of my favorite kids. Very oh, great nice. Great kid. Yeah. And I uh, wish him the best. Jaden Harris and Mark Keith Williams, you would think, would have the first shot at replacing um, James yeah. Williams and Cam Kitchens in the bowl game. On Saturday night, it's going to be Louisville and Florida State. Uh, who you have in that one? Oh, boy. Well, you know. <laughs> I saw the Florida Florida State game on Saturday, and I was uh, that quarter. The Florida State quarterback started getting better in that second half, and you know I think um, I don't know that game's going to be very, 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 very close. Uh, I, I, my instincts tell me Florida State um, is going to is going to be there. I think it's going to be close. Coach Brom can answer any question that a defense can give. Um, you know, it, it's Louisville's strength on offense against. Florida State strength on defense and if the Florida State offensive line can hold up and protect that quarterback those those skill guys that they have are really if Florida State are are second to none so they're going to have to they're going to have to help the quarterback out a lot and it'll it'll help that he started at the swamp and you know be a little bit of a more friendly environment for him at the playoff game so I still think that Florida State's got the a, a heck of an opportunity unless they turn the football over. Yeah, I think Florida State's going to win the game. I just think that they've made all the plays at the right time this year. Pick any game, they've made the plays. The The Clemson game, the Loach knocks the ball free, yep. scoops it up for a touchdown. The Miami game, uh, the back-breaking play was either Benson's touchdown run or Coleman on the punt return. 
so just yeah. enough. Coleman has a punt return in the uh, in the Gator game, but Benson has a big touchdown return also. And the Gators certainly did uh, help Florida State out a lot. And I don't know if uh, Louisville has enough punch offensively, but um, I think it's, it's going to be a heck of a game now. If Florida State wins that game, you would think that they'd be in the playoff, right? Do they get any way for them to get knocked out of the playoff if, if Alabama beats Georgia? If I'm looking at it, Joe, and I have to say, who is the best team today? Meaning, is, is Alabama with one loss or Georgia with one loss better than Florida State with no losses, but they lost the quarterback? I, it would be a hard thing for me to do to pick Florida State when they, since they lost the quarterback. I haven't you seen know, Alabama yeah. play a ton. I've seen Georgia play more. And Georgia with one loss, to me, um, especially it would, have been, it would beat Alabama and it would be in a championship game, I would have to think that, 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 that those guys would deserve another chance. You know what I mean? It's just now if Florida State was undefeated, and the, and the quarterback was healthy, it's Florida State, no questions asked. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the, uh, the other argument would be you're going to penalize 84 other players because the quarterback is hurt, and quarterbacks but get would, hurt. But, but I'd say is they, who's the uh, – I understand, but if you're looking at it on who's the best, who do yeah. you think represents the number four team in the United States of America? Forget feelings. What 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 who represents it? And I, I mean that's my thing. I mean, and again, you know, I need I it would help me to see Alabama play, have played a few more times later in the season. Um, but you know, to me, even Georgia with one loss, I mean, do you want to play them? <laughs> I don't think you know. Well, wants I, to I, play I them. <laughs> this this Alabama Georgia game is going to be really interesting because everybody wrote Alabama off after the Texas game. And son of a gun, uh, you know, Nick Saban, he just keeps working at it and working at it, benches the quarterback. Then he says, I love the quarterback. And then the quarterback saves his bacon on uh, last Saturday at the Iron Bowl and makes an unbelievable pinpoint pass. Only place you can throw that ball is is maybe maybe the defensive back should have squeezed him a little bit more on the sideline. But the receiver did a really good job also of creating just enough space, right, uh, for that ball to get in there, and uh, and here they are with a chance to beat Georgia. Uh, I don't. I think all the pressure is on Georgia. So, um, yeah, I'm I agree not gonna, with you, Joe. They've... I'm not going to be shocked if Alabama beats them. No, I'm not shocked either. And you know, it, it seems to me, you know, like Alabama's got one loss against Texas in September. It seems everybody's talked about them like they've had seven losses. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like they fall. They've fallen off the face of the earth. I. There's a couple people you don't go against, and, and Nick Saban's one of them. I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be a heck of a football game. Then you got Texas and uh, Oklahoma State, and there's old Mike Gundy, and all he does is win. Finds finds a way to win. Beginning of the year, beginning of the year, they're getting getting slaughtered, and uh, yep. they lose a non-conference game at home, and now here they are in the uh, Big Twelve championship game. <laughs> yeah, and you know everybody in the Big 12 is rooting for him to beat Texas because this is the final uh, Big 12 game for Texas. It really is, and you know I'm gonna be interested to watch that. But I, you know, look, the, the national championship game might might be that again 
the, the Southeastern Conference Championship game. You know, that's that's happened. That, that always seems to be what it is. This Washington-Oregon game is going to be a hell of a game. Those two teams have had great seasons, and uh, they probably get penalized because, you know, they're playing out west all the time. But Washington is really good, really athletic, had a great quarterback. Bo Nix has had a heck of a season for Oregon. Um, they're really good. The first last time they played, that was a while. It came right down to the last. I mean, that game went back and forth, came down to a field goal. Yeah, I think that that um... – that football game, there was a lot of points the first time, and it's going to be interesting. I, I'm I'm interested in watching that one. I don't really uh, – I've seen Oregon play a little bit more. And, you know, Bo Nix, as you, as you mentioned, he, they, they, that really – that's the quarterback conversation of of these uh, playoffs. I think those are the two brand-name guys that are really left in the country as far as uh, being on the field at the same time. I think that's going to be an interesting matchup. And – Heck, it's um, it's going to be interesting come 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 Sunday when when they lay out the final four, so to speak, and then everybody gets their bowl bids after that. Well, Oregon, they spread you out and they drive you crazy with their offense. And yeah, they do. You know, Washington, uh, their quarterback it was a transfer in from uh, Indiana, right? Panix was from Indiana. He was think originally Indiana. important, right? The quarterback's important well, because the coach got fired. At Indiana. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> Penix left and the other guy lost his job. Yeah, yeah. There's the there's the lesson for you. Does doesn't matter where you are if you're a coach. Make sure you've got great players. And you know, and Joe, the other thing is, I want to. Rem- <laughs> you no, know, you can't have enough of those. Let let that be the problem. Um, you know, the other thing I want to remind you is on Tuesday of next week, um, Coach Richt and Bryant McKinney are getting inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. So I uh, wanted to congratulate those two guys. We're, Priscilla and I are going to go out there for that and see Coach Rick get put in. And uh, But I, I just wanted to make sure that we brought that up and remind people that two Hurricanes are going into the, the College Football Hall of Fame with a, a very, very impressive class of guys that yeah. go, are going in. Well, well-deserved for both. One, Brian McKinney was one of the most dominating college football players in the history of the game. And two, yes. Coach Rick one of the great coaches, probably um, if we're, I said this before when he took the Miami job, if the, if the playoff was, if, if he was, when he was coaching Georgia, if they had the playoff situation the way it is today, he would have been in the playoffs. Uh, would have had a chance there's, at that national there's, championship. There's but there's no he probably should be in the hall that. of fame for the job he did at Miami in 2017. <laughs> well, you forget, you forget 16 and you know, you, t- you, got me on this mission and I went and looked and and I'm going to be close you'll be exact but from 2003 to today if you take any three-year period of any coach nobody won more games if you take uh 2003 to today um uh his his ability of what he got done you know facility wise campus wise all of that um, from 2003 to today, he had Miami ranked number two. The last time they were ranked number two was in 2003. So he, what he accomplished here is, is somewhat flown under the radar because of the short period of time. But uh, And you would know. I mean, he, won, he, he did win a bowl game. And uh, we haven't done that but a couple times in the last 
uh, uh, one last twenty one, years, I guess. One, one time, one, yeah. one, in, I think one in the, I think one in ten in the last eleven. And um, yeah. if Miami had recovered a fumble, I think it was Jamal Carter uh, on the goal line in Notre Dame. He would have won ten games back to back years. That is that's correct, and it was just. You know, and it was just quietly, and and really, you when you and I were talking last week, you brought and I, I, I had my my handy press guy, and I says, let me look into this thing, and I started adding up three year totals, and you know, he he had a nine, a ten, and a six, so so he had uh, what was it? He had twenty five wins in, in in the three years, I guess it is, and and he would have had one game was canceled one year because of the hurricane. That was we'd have gone to Law Tech, I assume we'd have won that. So Arkansas, you know, State. that would have. <laughs> Yeah, Arkansas. It was Arkansas State. I thought it was Louisiana Tech, Arkansas State. So we would, we were supposed to go there, and um, you know he was close. Unfortunately, we lost the last game in seventeen. I guess it was to Pitt. That would have given him his only undefeated season, and given Miami an undefeated season. And and the other thing it was is he took us to the ACC championship game for the one and only time. That's correct. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, so congratulations he's to well Coach deserved. Rick. I'm there. very happy for him. Yeah, I'm very happy for him. All right, I'll talk to you uh, during the week, and we'll uh, reconvene on this stuff next week when we find out who the bowl opponent's going to be. We will do that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make an effort to come see you on Saturday. <laughs> All right, Miami and Notre Dame, we'll be there. Come okay, on by, buddy. Thank you. All right, All All right. right. that's uh, bye broadcast partner Don Bailey Jr. joining us. The holidays are here. You know what you can do. Um, People right now are trying to figure out the best spot. This is a time of year everybody's going to get a new uh, new automobile. So the best spot to go, without question, is Williamson Buick GMC. Why? Well, you're going to get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle in a new Buick or a GMC from Williamson. And nobody does it better, whether it's the holidays or any time of the year, than Ed Williamson, of course, assisted by his lovely wife, Carol. New Buicks and GMCs will be arriving every single day during the holidays at Williamson. The GMC Yukon, plenty of room for the entire family. The Yukon allows you to ride in style and comfort, and you can make a bold statement wherever you go in South Florida because that's what we love to do. We love to make, we love to make a statement, and we love to be bold in South Florida. You want to cover work and play? The GMC Canyon and the Sierra. These trucks feature bold styling, the latest technology, all with the toughness to get the job done. To get your new Buick, visit Williamson's beautiful facility, easy to find on US 1, 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto, your new GMC. Now, if you're interested in a Buick, how about the Encore, the Envision, the Enclave, and more? Same spot, same location, right off the Palmetto. US 1, 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto, online at WilliamsonAutomotiveGroup.com. Get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle and experience car buying like never before at Miami's premier luxury dealership, Williamson Buick GMC. Williamson is Miami. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.